Jeremy just came up with this topic a lot like uh, when we were just doing the ego one. So I have no good recorded bit. And Jeremy didn't give us any sort of like dog food related uh, fighting tactics. So we're, we're just going to get started. Uh, so good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, folks. Welcome to Friday Without Belts. Um, I'm going to, but I have a gripe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put out there right now. If anybody who is podcasting uh, and they happen to work with Acast, uh, keep all records. Because uh, keep literally, not just the receipts, but literally record everything, that all the information, RSS feed data. Because uh, at this point of this recording, they've screwed everything up for our podcast. So I have no problem calling them out because they've made it harder for people to listen to this podcast. So if you're listening to this podcast, kudos to you. Jeremy, how the hell are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Uh, you know, outside uh, that gripe, I... Uh, I, I just aired to our listeners because literally that is the thing that's stopping people from listening to us. Um, so, rar. How's training been for you recently? Um, other than a few days that I hurt my back, actually, it's been going pretty decent. I mean, I've gotten to work on a lot of different stuff, so it's it's been good. And so, um, one thing in in mind has been comma training <laughs> so i know it it's the running joke of the of the podcast i know it's I, i'm really trying to get over my dislike of that weapon i'm i'm getting to the point where i like it better but i'm still it's it's not my go-to but that's okay i miss I, i'm i'm trying to work out what exactly i need to do to create Bo and joe like what exactly? How exactly I should construct it? Because I can construct them fairly easily. I've had to move twice. Like last year, I had to move twice, so I had to like give up both times my bow and Joe just for like convenience reasons. But yeah, I really want to construct a bow and a Joe, but you then use our uh, basically one method of self-defense in the schools as a nunty bow. I told you about this, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it's a the the less pointy version, as it were. Yeah. But that's you, you look at how much that costs, which is like probably around thirty bucks. You look how much a nunty bow costs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, get the yeah. same effect. People yeah. people look at you less strangely. Training, training. Yeah. So no, that's cool. Yeah. Aku is still a bit outside. Of, still still waiting to figure out how to how to do that in a cost effective manner. Uh, I mean, worst case scenario, just go get a boat or you know, just. I mean, literally, like the only difference yeah. in the kata is that you probably have like a more like nuanced handle. Yeah. So just sure. adds technique. Just yeah, add a little extra. So. Yeah. So. As as we speak now, uh, uh, our our dispatch correspondent Raul is is coming back from a seminar in south carolina so at some point possibly in the future we might have a seminar a seminar report this is one of the things that the pandemic screwed up that i actually wanted to start doing on this podcast is do like a seminar report type style style type episodes where we like get people on and talk about how seminars went and stuff because i think it's one of the first ones that we've been they've managed to have post covid that isn't like yeah. a zoom seminar or like a purely online thing 
anyway, aside from that that drop, uh, Jeremy uh, hit through two different Skype accounts of mine in order until he reached this one uh, and had an amazing idea for today. So Jeremy, I will allow you to introduce it. Be so kind. All right. Um, you know, it's it, it's something that's kind of controversial. Um, and it's it's kind of an uncomfortable topic, but it's mm. like, but when do you when do you correct or notify an instructor that either they're doing something wrong or dangerous, mm. and how do you go about doing it? I think there's a, there's a split point there, right? Um, yeah, you can have wrong, and then you can have dangerous. Wrong can be somewhat subjective in that regard. Dangerous. Fairly, fairly at an objective uh, point. Yeah. Or, or um, I mean, if something's wrong, it could lead to something dangerous. So, I mean, there, there's also that path as well, too. True. Where do we want to start on that? Something wrong or something well, wrong going I, to danger or danger? Well, I mean, let's go. I mean, to me, I think one of the first things is, is how do you how do you approach the uh instructor or the instructor's instructor because it may be it may be one of their you know instructors there's leading class mm. what's interesting there is it it it, it also begs to, begs to um whether or not something can be done it, let me back up on this i've seen instructors have students even senior students who these instructors these people who do martial arts who are running schools who aren't necessarily the primary teacher on the floor because that teacher wants that martial artist wants this person to get on the floor and get experience Mm -hmm. but the person they've assigned is not necessarily at the same level of quality as the person who's in charge of things um and what is worse is that they've kind of delegated this position to others and now you have this guy who can do it really, really well, who's out of the school, technically. Mm-hmm. But now he's got his number two or whatever, teaching a bunch of people really incorrectly, um, yeah. either in you know, emphasis or literal technique. Yeah. How to step into that? How to step step into that uh, hornet's nest? And explain to somebody, hey, this isn't, you're not getting out of this person what you want. Yeah. Now, yeah. And I, I think I've gone about it, you know, several different ways. You know, and don't get me wrong, I, I am not the grand poobah of all knowledge. I'm not. It, it, but I, I do think. I know I'm at least open enough to where if somebody asks me, hey, or if they come up and ask me, hey, are you sure you're doing this right? And this even happened between you and I on some stuff that we were working on. Mm. And what was interesting is I had totally forgotten that I had broken down something to where it was just showing how to do the technique and then I was going to come back and do the full technique, but it was like I was kind of halfway. And the only reason yeah. that had happened is because I had, if something tangential to yeah. that had been 
shown to me and I was like, and it clicked something off in my head and I was like, wait a minute. Well, if that's that, and that pretty much goes throughout all everything, right? I think, yeah. I think it was just like a matter of like positioning and stuff and like weaknesses. Yeah, and yeah, it, it, like, was, it, it was, it was, it was actually something that I was trying to get some people's wrist to work a certain way. To, to actually do the technique and when i was teaching originally it was like okay we're not getting it and so whenever if it's one person not getting it it's like okay i gotta work harder with that if it's several people not getting it i'm like okay how can i teach this a little differently mm. and so and so i made that shift where it's like okay now they're getting this this wrist motion in on it and then it was like you asked me about it and i'm like you know i'll have to go back and really kind of think about this because i've done it that long that way for so long teaching people and i'm like yeah i was wrong you know and i was and guess what it it happens to the best of us it does it even happens to the mediocre of us too it's like you know I'll, Awesome. And see on the on the audio version of this, Jeremy is pointing to himself when he's saying yeah, the yoga. I mean, I mean, but I, I think as an instructor, you definitely need to be open to if you're making a mistake, if it's going to cause a problem, if it's going to be dangerous. It, it, I, I think you definitely have to be open to critique, I guess. But that's part of it but i think the main part of it is how do you approach an instructor um right because you're the one who's who's ticking it off as seeing as one who sees problem right right. and how do we approach said problem yeah and and you don't want to come across you know especially to an instructor another instructor is like uh you know like almost like a pompous jerk you don't want to do that how many people have seen that guess what that ends up being a brawl well i think we have it we can we can kind of um plan on someone we knew um who was close enough to what i think they consider the great source of knowledge is that whenever you any time there would be some correction given on something this person felt entitled to go around to everyone who wasn't in the room at the time and tell them they're wrong and tell people who are more senior than them they're wrong and do this i think this went on for probably what two years or something like that right maybe a little longer right but it was kind of quickly stopped i mean it was eventually kind of burned out uh but yeah the individual mind i think was well-meaning enough but i think it came that came from more of an issue of you know there's some corrections and corrections are always given um from somebody who's high up right and then maybe there's other people who are working with other people uh for example it's like if you're in an i hate i hate on 
can't keep going back to this, but it's like if you're in an organization, right? And then you're with the person who's leading that organization and you see a correction that they're doing to something, right? Or some sort of fix or whatever they're working on. And then there's other people around the world or the country or whatever who are teaching, have their own schools, have been doing this for a long time. And you see that they're not doing exactly the way that guy was doing it that night. Right. It, we're not saying we're not we are not saying this is what 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 you should be doing is going out there and trying to overcome no, 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 no. that those people. Um we we we've both been witness to this just continuing to go on for like two, three years or whatever. Um and it, it you know, A, it's on part of because we're kind of starting from the hey, don't do this part. But like it it's you know it's one on the person who's in charge to be like, hey, don't do that. Yeah. Don't don't be that guy. All right. Um, it, there's lots of different ways of doing things. Um, I believe what we're trying to get at is something that's blatantly, obviously wrong. Yeah. Right. But Jeremy, did you want to like go go on that route with with this talking about things you've experienced recently? Well, I mean, a little bit. I mean, I've noticed my, my son. My son's in a class, and you know, he's not even in this part of the class. And I noticed one instructor was just showing something as simple as a face block, and the way that they were transitioning would literally either tie them completely up or if you were doing a face block with a weapon you could seriously damage yourself mm. like i mean I, I talk about comma quite lately if you're using comma this way you would literally cut one of your appendages off if you were doing it this way. And yeah, I mean, it's something simple. And you know, some people's like, oh, you know, you know, the main thing is is just to get to the ball, you know, get to the result, get to the result. Well, there's a process to get to the result. And if you don't look at the process to get to the result, you can actually become very I mean, it can be very detrimental and it's the instructor that's there the, the head instructor it, I, I really respect them a lot and so it's kind of like i i don't i'm really i'm really having a difficult time trying to get with them and just show them like do is this how this is supposed to go? Is this, you know, I'm trying to get to a point where I'm asking questions from them and stuff and show them like, I don't think this is the way it's supposed to go. And so I, I know it's something simple, but it, it's ingrained in your basics in your basic knowledge and just your overall muscle memory. And, you know, I, I thought about four or five different scenarios or options where this could really become a problem. 
So it was, I mean, like I said, it's something simple, but down the road, it could be something somewhat dangerous. Right. And if you're not, if you're not correcting the fundamentals, right, if you're not looking at the fundamentals to actually get, uh, especially if you're teaching kids or whatever. Um, right. And I, I think, what is it, the, the example you were giving was like, you're doing like the kind of face face block with with a comma going one way, you're fine. But if you're doing that comma going the other way, mm-hmm. yeah, by my wrists, yeah, or, or something else, a little higher, whatever. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, you're gonna end up with a nub. But anyway, so yeah, and, and I think knowing how to approach that is key. I think one method of being able to do that is I think you have a very good position in, in doing that is that that person assuming you're on a prayer of good rapport with them you can probably sit there yeah, and just yeah. Go, hey how about this but that won't necessarily work out for everybody so. right right now come on to another situation where you, you've had this conversation and the instructor how you say becomes arrogant basically calling you stupid defensive yeah they're, they're offended and you're not really trying to be but you know depending upon how they react to you how are you going to react back now I've had this situation and it's the only time I really do that, get into that, is if I absolutely know something's wrong. And I mean, I to a T. Like, I mean, I'm I'm willing to go all the way. And I remember one one instance. I was um, telling another instructor that. What they were doing was wrong. They were missing the completeness of the technique, things like that. And they were teaching, they weren't teaching the whole technique, and it was with bow. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And finally, I'd had enough, and it it was it was interesting because not only had I told them, but there had been several other senior students that had told them like look this is not correct we're telling you it's not correct oh it's correct you just don't know what you're talking i mean literally dismissed us like we were idiots and so you know i guess that's kind of where my ego comes in because i mean you know i don't know when you've got a math and physics degree and somebody tells you you're an idiot, okay, it's time to prove you wrong, buddy. And so at that point, not only did I prove them wrong, I literally brought it in in front of his entire instructor class and said, you're going to watch this video. This is from your instructor. And yeah. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't 
I, it, it just got to the point where I was like, look, dude, you're wrong. And so it, it finally got to the point where as soon as he saw it, he goes, I mean, he literally put his head, hands on his head like, oh, my goodness, I am wrong. Finally, you know, it was like. If you weren't you weren't trying to gas for ego, you were just trying to trying to explain something. Like if right, I, were, I, was, if I recall well, the situation correctly. Well, I was trying to explain something. And I, I mean, you know, after teaching it twenty some years that way, and and knowing, I mean, you know, conviction, knowing with conviction that this is what's going on. You were taught this by not just one, two. I mean, several instructors you've seen this from. And I also you know, know the cutting question literally if you get five people in the same room to do right. it, that they're all gonna do it a little differently. Right. But it kinda comes out the same. And what kind you were pointing out was interestingly enough, the one thing the one kata that ends up being like some people like will go one way with it, one people will throw a couple techniques here and there. Uh we're talking specifically about a bow kata. Um for whatever reason, it's supposed to be the the, the very basic beginning kata in yeah. our system. For whatever reason, gets this like variety packed version of it where people have seen like because different strikes have been thrown in, how transitions are done, like have been thrown in different places. But the, what you were pointing out was just okay. You do this one poke at this point. And you do this one little strike, well, and which is yeah, literally goes throughout all. If you get all these these different people in a room from different eras and whatever, they're all gonna say the same thing. It's like, yeah, that's how I learned it. Like, yeah. Except and, for what was being taught in that particular um, institution, which was not doing that for no reason. Yeah. So exactly. And and it was missing, it was missing the integrity of the actual technique because. It's like you couldn't, you know, you'd work with somebody with a bow. It was like you'd work with them on technique. You'd do that technique, and somebody would say, where'd you get that? I'm like, that's here. This is basic, basic stuff. Well, and it's also it's like it's already in one part. Like Even though there was missing in other parts of that kata, it's still in that one part of the kata that they but, were teaching. But that all- but that one that one part of the kata led into a lot of the other stuff too. Yeah, so it's like, rah. It was, it's, and that's where where we can label this as like I don't want to say stupid arguments, uh, st- stupid arguments over nothing. But yeah, stupid arguments over nothing. Where it's like, a yeah. like you, someone should have the person in question should have been like, all right, that's how you learned it. All right. Rah. Can you demonstrate anyone else, or can you point to anybody else doing that? And right. that would have been kind of, you know, the logical thing to do. Because people forget stuff, even people who have been oh, doing yeah. it for a while. I mean, right? Yeah. Like, I, literally go back to the beginning of this conversation, there's something you had kind of glossed over, and then it kind of went out of your, your, your headspace. And then I was like, hey, Jeremy, what about this? And you're like, oh, yeah. Right? So, like, we had, like, the positive version of that conversation rather than the yeah. kind of, in, outright negative version. But, but I think it also goes to that instructor also. How willing are you to to receive any critique on stuff as well? And a lot of times, I mean, if you've got a trusted person, 
that's coming to you about something, you know, maybe they're seeing something that you're not, or maybe you're not explaining something that they're not getting. And I, I've had that too. Um, such as like, um, if anybody's ever worked on Manji side, very difficult. Literally, our Barbadi Chuck has when he was taught Manji Sai. Remember, what? you know, you know, remember he said about that, right? What's that? Remember our buddy Chuck, what he said about what learning Manji Sai in the beginning was. Yeah, I'm getting old. I forgot, man. Uh, <laughs> and we're all getting old. Uh, it's basically how how he had, didn't how he had learned the second kata first because the first one was too hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have that luxury. I learned the first kata, and that was that's where I'm still at. I'd I'd like to go back and learn the second one, but if I do, great. If not, I'm I'm cool with the first one. I'm but, not gonna reveal your story on this, but Jeremy was like like uh like like freaking Indiana Jones, putting putting the the pieces together. Uh, just of uh, parts of that kata and, and and reconstructing it, reconfiguring it, um, mending mending the the ship of Theseus um, into its original parts, and, and making sure other people knew it. Uh, we don't give you enough credit for for other people actually knowing that kata uh, because of the work you did to, in order to figure it out, rather than uh, quite a few other people who really don't have it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just, I mean, it was so, yeah, that was, that was intense. But I mean, I've had people, because there are certain parts that I caught, I was like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why is this? Why is, I mean, and I get it, because I mean, it's like, until you actually figure out the actual application of it, some of those movements, it's like, yeah, this makes absolutely no sense. Why would you do this? Why would you do that? I, I get it. I totally get it. But I've had people ask me, hey, I'm, I'm not getting this. Cool. And then I've had someone come up to me and was like, man, you must be stupid. This doesn't work. I actually had somebody tell me that. Um. That's one of the more mad moments I've ever had. Someone just coming up to you and just being like, criticizing I mean, you for something they don't. Well, yeah. I don't know how you criticize someone for a kata that you don't understand. That's one thing I don't get. Like, yeah, like how do you criticize someone for being like, this is terrible. This doesn't work at all. It's like, well, if you don't understand, well, it, what do you criticize? Yeah, you're just, you're just not totally getting it. Or, you know, hey, I'll even take part of the blame. Maybe I hadn't shown you something about it. And that's cool. I I take blame on that. You know, there's sometimes I'll say, "Hey, do this, boom, boom, boom," and you know, you know, six months, eight months, nine months, I'll forget that I even told you that. You know, it it happens, and and I get it. You know, and but, I think where but, I think a lot of us, but I think it is how how you interact with you know, instructors and people who are actually teaching this stuff. Yeah, and unfortunately, karate has this very over-defensive version of 
like knowledge like when you learn something like and, and people we, we we've had the delight of being a part of groups who loved yelling at each other about this um where it's like you're trying to defend the knowledge or like the memory of it right but if you don't have the like the basics of it down correctly it doesn't matter what the moves are like, this isn't gonna if you're not if you don't understand how to make it work or you don't understand if you like are just i don't know if you're not putting the emphasis what emphasizes where, where they are um if you're if you're like literally just i don't know just just regurgitating stuff without understanding um we talked about that a little before but it's like then you know you leave yourself open to criticism um you're always going to be left open to criticism in that regard um which is where like karate has the chasing knowledge issue where yeah you, you end up with people like me um marty and i have had conversations about this too you and i have had conversations about this where it's like we sometimes at some points just don't know where to start or don't know how where how to kind of kind of peel this back to where, what's most important um because there's just too much crap out there so we get yeah. in the weeds on like this that and the other without wow. having kind of like a going back to basics on stuff it's like even with Sai or something like that or something that's obscure as like nunti um where it's like okay yeah but we gotta we you have to peel that back to basics and how is that done um you can create as many curriculums as you want but if you, it's not in your bones it's not in your bones yeah so. yeah let me yeah exactly so it just you know it goes back to you know personal interaction a lot of times and, yeah. I, and i think i think sometimes sometimes we're guilty of just not being able to really discuss things because you know as an instructor you know you have your uh, your cohorts your you know people that you hang around with that are you know you're you're always sharing knowledge within each other in that whatever that circle of trust or however you want to call it mm. and, you've got, and then you've got students and so sometimes it is yeah, like if you're teaching something even to another instructor, it's like sometimes it's hard to separate that instructor-instructor bond and instructor-student bond, if that makes sense. Yeah, and like even with, when you're within a cohort and then someone comes in from outside and starts saying something, you end up with echo chamber echo chamber issues. Uh, yeah. Where it's like, oh, yeah, that guy was wrong. That guy's an idiot. He doesn't, and like, you know, making up justifications or something like that, which ends up happening a lot. Um, and I, I don't know. I, we're all guilty of that to a degree. We can't yeah. really help it. Well, but, you know. I, I think it's also something that we have to grow through as an instructor. You know, yeah, I mean, it, it comes up. Don't get me wrong. It, it comes up. But. How do you grow through it? Not not so much let that hamper your teaching, your training, or anything else. You know, there, there's there's probably, I mean, I know there's stuff that I do that's probably, you know, might be 
incorrect or whatever, but yeah, I mean, the only thing I can do is just keep keep searching, keep training, you know. So. Well, I think it's, it really has to come from the interactions with people. It's like if you can't, you have to be a before you even begin to be able to give people criticism, you need to be a been always been willing to take criticism. Yeah. If you weren't able to, if you are just always the person, if you were the internet troll, right, um, who is just criticizing everybody or just being very negative towards somebody, um, I had a conversation with somebody else today or with somebody else the other day where they were like, they posted one thing and then just somebody came at them over like, how dare you do that to your body? You should be only be perfecting your your form. You should not be uh, overexerting yourself or something like that. Like the, kind of like the like the kind of one of the weirdest weirdest things you see somebody post on like a martial arts form or something like that well, like, or but it's 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 like all right what you have no goal here you're just kind of yeah. you, you you have no no actual construction to the critics you're just being critical to, to be you know it, it it goes back to you know and part of why mark came up with this topic and i, I don't want it to be controversial i'm gonna talk about this mm. a little bit and, and i'm just gonna kind of where it kind of lit a little fire under it is we were doing uh we were doing a bible study in part of the bible and it really got to the point where where jesus talks about you know Okay, yeah, you're doing all the right things, but you're not really owning it. I mean, I mean, it's it's it it's not exactly that, but it's like okay, thou shalt own thy thy thy, thy gifts. I mean, well, I I get I get what you're saying. Um, I mean, it's like you're going through the motions, but you're not really understanding what needs to be done. And and I, I I look at that. How many times, you know, how many times in karate do we see people just strive to go get a black belt? How many times do we see somebody try to go get a fifth degree black belt, seventh degree black belt? And not saying that they don't know knowledge, but they may not be able to own it or be able to apply it. And, and, well, that, that's, and, and that's kind of what I, what really, I mean, I was dealing with this issue, but then when we started talking about that and I'm like, man, that's really relevant. I mean, it's really, it, it, it goes hand in hand on this. Well, because then you're getting a lot of people who are, I mean, we're going back to correcting an instructor, right? Correct. Right, someone right. who's being who is who is being self either self-proclaimed or other people are saying who is an instructor but are doing things wrong i think but, this oh go ahead talk. yeah go ahead good good no, but i think where i'm leading it is you know i mean I, it is part of your growth and development as an instructor you know part of it is monkey see monkey do okay now i saw this i'm going to teach this now i saw this i'm going to teach this Instead of, I saw this, why am I doing this? Now I'm going to teach this to this person to make sure that they understand it. If, if, if that 
And I guess that's some of the things that I see even to even today. Yeah. Does that, because, does that, does that make sense? So, yeah, because, well, and like, this is a problem that it was, somebody had talked about before was like, there's, there, I mean, it goes back to, they don't have their, goes back to this, they don't have their basics down. They don't, they, they see something they want to type, they want to, they want to work on. But the idea of work on and teach are two different things. Right. But, but where's the responsibility lie at? Them. Does it lie at the student or does it lie at the instructor who's not teaching the understanding? Well, I mean, it's the students. It's always it's always an ever anybody who pursues martial arts. Ultimate prerogative is to gain understanding. If you're not yeah. seeking that, that's on you. Um, but as a teacher, you should a understand that. But if you don't like, the, it, you should understand that. But you should also understand just because you learned something new. And I mean, like one point is it just learn something new is that learn something new is just a new kata, right? Um, yeah, or something like that. And, and then new something, yeah. Anything. Exactly. And then like, why is that new for you? And like, then why do you feel that? And it's like also leveling the student. And I hate even putting it like that, but it's like, okay why are you working on this with that particular student? Why are you doing this with that particular student? Sometimes it's out of necessity. You just need somebody to hit you. Um, right. But you got to work on stuff, right? You can't work, you can't work on everything solo. Um, and I think that's okay if you can understand, all right, you aren't meant to learn anything. The thing you're meant to learn is to try to hit me or try to try to land one on me. Yeah. I'm not trying to teach you that te- this technique. Um, I'm trying to work on this technique. It should be a learning experience for everybody. This is where I feel karate misses really does miss out in terms of not having a very solid, other than sparring, a very solid two-man uh, setup, two-man platform, as it were. Right? We don't really yeah. have that. We don't really have like. Uh, a pattern that we go with in order to work on. Arnie says that a lot of other arts have that, but karate, you have to kind of create one in order to make that work. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've seen different styles have have that. You know, I mean, some styles have it, some styles don't. Some people teach it, some people don't. Um, me, I, I concentrate more on technique. I mean, that's usually where I concentrate more on. Um, but that's, but that's me too. I yeah, mean, and, it, and it's like I'm not going to go up to you and be like, "You're doing this wrong. You need to, you need to be doing it this way, right?" I can suggest right. like, "What if we approach it this way, right? What if we approach it that way?" Right. And and like, there's a way of going about it where it's approaching it where is a non-dangerous thing, is a non-vital thing, but actually might have a benefit in the end, right? Now, I guess we can kind of take take this out to, to talk about danger. Um, what can, can, can we go from, from kind of yellow to red and then just say, okay, where's the danger zone? When do we have to actually, when do people actually need to step in? Right. I guess in that regard. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and so... So I guess that's kind of, I mean, we got on the podcast because it's kind of something I brought up, but it's also something I 
I'm kind of talking myself through on how to approach this situation, you know, but I mean, I kind of know how to approach it. It's just. I guess, I guess my, here, here's my question. At what point. Here's a good one. Here's a good example. Somebody who's never full contact fighted and put them and putting them in, in a full contact situation. Is that something that needs to be stopped? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's a recipe for disaster, which I think both of us have seen that. I've experienced it. You felt it. <laughs> Sorry, yep. man. We've talked about that before, right? Yeah. Um, and even if someone's like they're willing, they're an adult, they're willing to do that, right? We're not talking about like putting kids in a full contact situation. Oh, why not? No, sorry. Sorry. My, my interval is uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all right. I mean, it, it's, you know, it, you're not going to put a 12-year-old. Teaching sparring to kids is in itself somewhat of a controversial topic to a degree. Uh, personally, yeah. I think you, you do low to no contact with them at first. It's fine. And then once they, once they hit 18, <laughs> I'm good with low to no. Yeah. <laughs> That brings up that brings up a story of two kids that I taught a long time ago. <laughs> it was a brother and sister, and I, I got them all suited up and padded up, and you know, got them ready fighting stance, and you know, Hajime, and his sister was like a year younger, so she wasn't quite getting the hang of it. All of a sudden, he just comes up and boom, hits her, and I mean. She Falls right in. Like, okay. You know, I was like, "Are you okay?" And then she gets up. She's laughing. Yeah, that was fun. Can I do that again? Well, at least she's in good spirits. Um, (laughs) I mean, I felt horrible about it, and sure enough, Hajime, boom, hit her again. Bam. She's still laughing about. I was like, "Oh." How old were these kids? Oh, they were what, maybe nine and ten, or maybe maybe may, may eight and nine. I don't know, but it, I mean, it was at funny. what point she, is that not is that not uh, child? I don't want to say child abuse because you're not the one actually doing it, but uh, at what point was but, that neglect? Um, well, I mean, well, it's funny. She was laughing, then the then the brother asked, "Hey, can I do that again?" You know? <laughs> I, I don't know if that was payback to the sister or what, but it was. It was I do so. remember when I was a kid that, like, I when I like had turned thirteen, when I suddenly like body like just kind of blew up, like, and then I had an I had an older sibling who was uh just just used to pushing me out of the way if they ever wanted anything, and then I done I think it was like six months of karate at that point, something like that, like very very not not a lot. I just punched them once and I said, back off. And they like ran out of the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, all right, we're not doing that again. Uh, and I was like, well, if you weren't a piece of crap from the start, we wouldn't have to be here now. Would we? Um, yeah. So Sorry, as we digress, I, mean, I didn't mean to digress on that, but. Well, because I, I, this is, I mean, that's an, an important part of that because contextually it's like, okay, if I was like just out of context seeing that right and hearing 
okay, an eight and a nine year old were getting full contact gear on and hitting each other. Okay, we need to call the police. Like, 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 like yeah. we gotta break this up. But from like, you know, if he's a brother and sister, and the parents are there and they say it's okay, and no one's really getting hurt. All right. Yeah. Well, there is the whole thing about growth plates and all that, but you know, but we're karate people, not scientists. Yeah, it was, yeah, toughen up a little bit, you know. Come on, no, but anyway, you damaged the growth plate. Walk it off. Yeah, rub some dirt on it and get over it. Or <laughs> get over it. Come on, let's go. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It, it's. I, I think it's definitely an interesting conversation, and I think a lot of us don't think about it, but it's like, yeah, we go and do it. But I, I think a lot of times when we go to, I wouldn't say confront, but communicate with that other instructor, a lot of times we're looking at it from our point of view, and sometimes we're not looking at it from their point of view and just not not trying to work out the best solution overall you know and i'm not i'm not trying to bring in a bunch of touchy feely stuff but i i think it is something that definitely needs to be addressed because if you approach somebody your way they may not take it your way and then you have you know contention between the two of you and then that starts eroding you know trust and everything else that the two of you got so it's knowing when to when to step in and say and not to even step in because there's a difference between step in right it's literally walking on the floor and saying don't do that right in front of the person which sorry it's not gonna that's not gonna be good for anybody right as opposed to, to taking them aside and saying something right and and this is a big difference between people like you and me who've been doing this for a little while and somebody who's just right on like who hasn't done it for a while might actually have a good point right right so exactly so no that's cool so so i think that brings us about to the end there um anything else we want to want to tap on that no, I, I I think that's good though. So cool, cool. Jeremy, what's on what's on the docket for training this week? Oh, all I know is this week's going to be extremely busy for my company. That's I mean, if I get to train any, I'm going to be happy. So it's it's yeah, it, it's um, yeah, we've got a guy that's potentially leaving so we're trying to get everything turned over and all that kind of stuff and that that takes a while so okay so hopefully you can get something in yeah work work on comma more but you know so there you go i'm i'm hoping to just get just to do a hard COVID a week like one each day do something else but like just do our Kobodo week and and really kind of break winter's like spell on me through doing that. Um, so yeah, Kobodo and running. Oh, that's cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Well, Jeremy, thanks for get, for getting on and, and coming up with a great a great 
great topic. Um, always good to have you on as usual. And um, thanks everyone for listening. Be well, be good. Hopefully uh, the RSS feed is fixed by the time anyone's listening to this. And uh, don't forget to keep on training.